Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. He's back! Woo! What's up, Mark? Hey, guys. Good morning. Hey, good Mark. morning to you, man. Uh, how's the offseason been? Oh, it's been uh, interesting. It's been a lot of fun. We've got about 100, what was it, 106 days of 100 degrees uh, temperature or more. Yes. So, uh, we finally got rid of that. We're finally out of that area, so at least... Uh, we're getting back to normal here in the Southwest. Uh, we've got Big Joe Klein. I know you know who Joe is, and uh, obviously Joe knows Joe. Who, you, who you are. And I was telling uh, Joe and, and Roger about your uh, your charity golf tournament, uh, and that uh, you, you've uh, scored a, a big uh, one of our favorite bands, KC and the Sunshine Band, coming up. Yeah, we usually try to do a retro band every year, mixing in with a little country. So uh, we tried to get KC a couple of years ago, and it didn't work out. And we finally corralled them this year, so it should be a lot of fun. Where do you have your tournament at, Mark? What course? Say again? Where, you, where do you have your tournament at out there? Oh, it's in Oneonta, New York. It's upstate New York. Oh, okay. Yeah, listen, they, they love Mark. That's where he's from. He's oh, from man. that area. You're, how, is, what, how, how far it is from uh, Cooperstown? Uh, about 22 miles, I believe. Wow. Yeah, Not it's, that far. It's less than a half an hour. What's nice the, drive. What's the name of it? It's, uh, go ahead, say it. Say it. What was the name of the town? The, the event is Mark Mays event. No, 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 the, no name of, the, the name of your town. Oh, Oneonta. So when I did the show up there last year, Joe, I did have to say it over and over again so I could get that one right. That's but where St. Bonaventure's is, right? No, 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 no that's no, not no, close no, to no. the city. No, yeah. We're no, more no. upstate. It's, uh, we're between Binghamton and Albany. Yeah. What was crazy about it, Joe, is that it was beautiful rolling hills. Oh, yeah, it no. looked like you were in yeah, the no. – and then you'd hear somebody with a New York accent. It just – you know, I felt, felt I was in the South there for a while until I heard the accents. No, New York's a beautiful <laughs> state. Yeah. yeah, it is. Well, Mark, listen, you're, you're great to give back to the community. Uh, nobody's more prepared. Joe, you were saying, man, it's hard to believe that still that Mark May is not on ESPN – how good he is, and then oh, yeah. what some of the talent they're using right now—it's—it's no, it's, it's, I mean, he, it's a head scratcher. He was always good. I, I mean, I don't—I don't get it. But are you still are you still doing stuff with Coach Holtz as well? I know you yeah. are, but sort of tell everybody what, what you're doing with him. Yeah, uh, we still do the crowd time. We're going to start pumping that up again this year, hopefully uh, the next week or so. And then I bring Lou on the show out here, ABC 15 in Phoenix every week. So we've started doing that. So keeping him involved and active, and we're going to get him on this show sometime this year. It's amazing. How old is he, how old is he now, Mark? 86. 86 and still wow. still sharp, still uh, you're probably in good shape. And that's, that's listen, you've been a great friend to him, and I know he respects you. And uh, now that uh, I think I might have told you, we've got Darren McFadden, uh, and used to not calling the show during the weekend. So they, <laughs> Roger, I told me about the clip we always play, and I said you have heard that where used to not goes, "Hey, Mark May, yeah. hey, Lou Holtz, yeah. start talking about number five. And, and Mark, you said, "Of course you've seen it, right?" Yes, I've seen it. Uh, He's a football player, out, but it was right. But I, I was giving him love. I gave him love that that season. <laughs> hey, uh, all right, let's talk about the Hogs. Western Carolina open this weekend. Obviously, that's going to be a win. Uh, what do you think the Hogs can do this year? Tell us your your view of, of what this season may be. I think we're looking close to, to eight and four, seven and five. The only reason why is that stretch that they've got Murderers Row from hmm. September twenty third to October fourteenth. If they're at LSU, that's the fifth-ranked team in the country. And then they're home against Texas A&M, that's the 23rd-ranked team in the country. Then they're at Mississippi, that's the 22nd team ranked in the country. And then, oh, by the way, they get Alabama right after that, they're number four in the country. So that's that stretch right there. If they can get through that stretch winning at least one of those games, they're going to be fine, but they can't go 0-4 in that stretch. But they didn't do many favors with the schedule. They didn't give them a week off. They didn't give them like a, a Mercer or something in between any of these games. They just went back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back, to back to back to back to back, which is kind of unfair, but... 
just seems they're resilient. They've got a good quarterback, KJ Jefferson. He's been through it before, and you know they've got a lot of leadership on this football team. And you know, say if Pittsburgh's always going to put a good offensive line out there, even though they've got to replace a lot on this offense. So you know, this this team's pretty rock solid. And if you look at the West, you know they're one of the few teams in the SEC that that has a good starting quarterback returning. Yeah, you know, you've got obviously maybe the the biggest combo quarterback running back in the country. You know, KJ is 6'3", 245, and obviously Rocket is uh, 240 as well. But I think the key mark for Arkansas is, is offensive tackle. You know, they're, they're pretty solid. They've got about a combined, I think, 70 or 80 starts between guard and center. Uh, but they've got some real tall, good-looking kids that, that tackle, but they just haven't played a lot. So, you know, you got to protect those edges. So I think that will be a key. And then having some receivers catch some balls as well. That's who's going to step up and, and, and catch the ball when needed. Yeah, absolutely. But they're pretty smart on offense. If the tackles are a little weak, they can always shift with a tight end and pass protection every once in a while. And that should help out a little bit, at least on one side. And then the other side, the back, can also help in pass protection. So they're going to be fine. It's just this, they've got to get through this game with Western Carolina because they struggled last year against Missouri State a little bit. But this is a football team that you know, every time I try to break them down every year, I try to look at what the core is. The core is the quarterback, the quarterback in the running game with Rocket Sanders. So they're going to go off of that. And the first and foremost, they're going to run the ball. You're going to have to stop the run against this football team. And then they're going to light it up later on in the passing game. But they're going to get better as the season goes on. A couple of things. R.J. Hawk has joined us now, our former producer here. What's Good up, morning, Mark? R.J. How are you, Mark? Hey, R.J. Hey, guys. How you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, so, yeah, he's he's a, he's a state representative state now, Mark. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a big deal now. He deals with so, the governor now. He doesn't have to deal with us anymore. I don't know about that. I do want to thank uh, Edwards Food Giant and Dugan's Pub for sponsoring Mark. Uh, Roger, I think Edwards Food Giant and Dugan's have uh, pretty much done this for, what, seven years? Almost the, the whole yeah, the whole thing, yeah. I believe. Mark yeah. is so big, we have to have two advertisers. <laughs> That's fact. I mean, listen, you've got uh, Mark May and Dan Hampton back-to-back. We moved you to Thursday, to Friday and moved DMAC to – and DMAC was great yesterday, by the way, Mark. He was really, he was really good. And, Did you tell Mark about Peyton Manning coming to – Little Rock for I, the touchdown. I don't know. Club. Yeah, I think I might have sent you the, the lineup. Yeah, I got uh, Peyton Manning uh, next Tuesday. We got, uh, let's see, after that, you got uh, Tony Dorsett. Yeah. After that, you got Jim McMahon Go coming Cowboy. in. Uh, which, who, do you, who would you, if you had to sit in on a, on a uh, meeting, would you go Manning, McMahon, or Tony Dorsett? Probably Tony Dorsett because it's personal to me because he recruited me at Pittsburgh. So oh, that's he was one cool. of the reasons why I went to the University of Pittsburgh. He was uh, my last day home. Well, it was one of those things. It was Hugh Green, Ricky Jackson, and myself, Cecil Johnson, Jake Parrish, and Tony Dorsett. And TD said, hey, we don't take recruits, so you guys better come here. All three of us ended up going there, and Ricky made the pro football Hall of Fame. Hugh and I made the college football Hall of Fame. Well, and two, you know, reason we got Jackie Sherrill, obviously he was there at your, at your golf tournament last year, and uh, so you connect, reconnect me with Jackie. We'd had him before, but, you know, Jackie Sherrill at 80, he, he's in good shape, man. I mean, he's, he's still sharp as can be. Absolutely. He doesn't play a lot of golf, but he can still putt pretty good. So he's hanging in there. He's doing a great job, and, and it's good to see Coach Sherrill. And the, the thing is, every once in a while, there's always an event where we can all get together. And this year, we were at the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame where he was inducted in that. And there was about, gosh, 25 players from Pitt, probably 15 or 20 players from Texas A&M and Mississippi State. So, you know, it, it's a lot of love and a lot of respect because he's recruited and developed so many players. A lot of people don't realize. If you go back and look at the history of the players that he's had at those three universities, it's amazing. It's a long list of all Americans and NFL players. You know, you speak, you think about that. Back in the day, you could you could just rip off got names, running back names: Tony Dorsett, Earl Campbell, Larry Zonka, uh, Frank O'Hara. All the coaches, all the yeah, yeah. But the running back now is just not what it meant to it used to be. Maybe for a year or two or whatever. But 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 you built your teams it's around not that. Walter to live, Payton, yeah. yeah, Walter Payton or whoever. You just you don't 
have that much anymore. No, that position's been devalued the last couple of years, and I don't know why. But if you go back in the day, that's what our, our offense was predicated on. Remember, we played four Super Bowls in Washington, and three of those Super Bowls were won by three different quarterbacks. So basically it was all the offensive line, the defense, and the running game for us to get those Super Bowls and win those Super Bowls, and I was part of two of those three victories. So, you know, back in the day it was all about the running game, and then we ended up getting George Rogers, who won the Heisman yeah. Trophy our senior year, and we ended up playing with George Rogers in, for two years in Washington, and he played in Super Bowl twenty two. Yeah, Just well, speaking from experience to our day with yeah, the yeah. Dallas Cowboys, every time they gave a Cowboy running back a, a better contract, they just they, they, yeah. they stopped. They went downhill. And they, just, yeah. well, they just did, and, and, and it seems like that production has uh, maybe followed them around a while. Well, and to that point, you know, now it's more about the receiver. You know, yeah, you know, it is. like receivers, you, you think yeah. you could name probably ten receivers over the last ten years that stand out. Not so much with the running yeah, back but, game. Well, you think of, you think of Mark's teams. You, know, you think of that those Washington Redskins teams, that great offensive line and yeah. John Riggins and oh my gosh, I mean it was it was just a, now you're throwing the ball all over the field at yeah. seven on seven. What the game is? Well, I like to get Mark's thoughts on this. The ability to spread the field is a lot easier, especially with the rules and whatnot. But like you look at the Baylor offense, what Josh Heupel runs, a lot of that Art Bryles tree stuff. It's just so easy to get the ball in space with the guys, the way they can make plays, and also the, what the defense can't do anymore. And plus the rules change. That you right. can't go across the middle. Back in the day, you would not want to go across the middle. Now you can because you're not worried about getting taken out. You're not worried about helmet to helmet contact. So there's a lot of things that have changed. And plus, all these seven on seven games that they had, you've got kids now that in fifth and sixth grade are going to seven on seven games to quarterbacks. So they're out there throwing the ball around with wide receivers when they're 12, 13, 14 years old. We're visiting with Mark May, brought to you by Edwards Food Giant Nugent's Pub. I did, speaking of George Rogers, who, you know, Heisman Trophy winner, yeah. he was at your tournament, got a chance to, to, to visit with him last year. Super nice guy. I just stumbled on the 30 for 30 on him, Mark, on ESPN. I had no idea about him getting, remember, he goes to Washington. He looked, You thought maybe his career was over. Has an unbelievable year, and something happens there at the end where Austin, you remember what happened in the Super Bowl? They didn't start yeah, him, right? Yeah, George, George, got, George got injured and Timmy Smith didn't know he was going to much less the Super Bowl. So it was one of those things we just worked him in a couple of packages. And George didn't play much that game. But Timmy Smith went in there and had over 200 yards rushing. And, you know, that that what it was with Timmy Smith, that was his only game he had over 200 yards in his uh, career. Felt, sort of felt bad for George. You know, he hangs around all that time to, to get that, that, you know, that exposure. And and then to, to have that happen, it would seem uh, he, he would be very disappointed. But, man, you, you, you mean the number of players you – know, by the way, Joe Theismann last year, we yeah. had him at the touchdown club. He, he was great last year too, by the way. Yeah, you keep getting former wrestlers. My former teammates keep popping up down there, coaches. Yeah, it's uh, it, uh we've yeah, you know the Joe Gibbs. That's the one I have not gotten that I think would really be cool All to get because right. obviously he's a uh, he's a Bruins protege as well. Yeah, obviously absolutely. one of the uh, the assistants. Hey, well, by the way, are you happy with what's happened with the with the uh, Commanders now with with the changes? Absolutely. That was, that was one of the better days of my year this year when Snyder's out. And nobody <laughs> wanted him around as an owner. We all hated him. He, you know, nobody liked him. It was one of those things that he came in and just basically got rid of the old history because he wanted to create his own history. And we see how that worked out. Yeah, buddy. Uh, before we let you go, uh, give us sort of your crystal ball. Who, uh, who are, you know, are we likely to see at the end of uh, this football season uh, in the mix for the national championship? Same, same cast of characters. I think it's got to be a little different this year. And I'll, I'll tell you really quickly why. If you, you look at Georgia and Alabama, they're starting new quarterbacks. Ohio State's starting a new quarterback. You look at these teams, everybody's got to rank so high. And I look at these teams and break them down. It's like, first give me the quarterback, and then give yeah. me the offensive line, and we can go from there. Yeah. I think there's got to be some new faces. I do like Michigan because they're so deep on both sides of the ball. When Jim Harbaugh comes out and says, I've got 15 guys that are NFL draft picks, 
that makes my ears stand up. They've got a great running back in Blake Quorum, J.J. McCarthy, the quarterback, will probably be a, on the short list for Heisman, but that's as far as it goes. On the West Coast, it's probably going to be USC and, and Washington. I think USC's a better team. Their defense is getting better, not as, not as bad as they were last year. They're better than they were last year. I like LSU and Clemson for the other two. So I'm going a little outside the box this year, the last year before we expand for the playoffs. So what you're saying, Mark, is that because Arkansas has got a returning quarterback, they've got a shot for the national championship. Is that what I heard? They've got it. They've got it. There's a chance. If you looked at the games that were played last night, you looked at the quarterback play, and you're like, Man, that's not that great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You know, and I am. I'm. I'm worried about LSU. LSU is going to be yeah. at least offensively, man. They're they're going to be between they got their entire offensive line coming back, and they got an excellent quarterback. And Brian Kelly, as much as we don't like his accent, the Duke can uh, his his whatever that accent was last year, he can coach. Hey, man, uh, thanks. Uh, great stuff as always, Mark. Oh, here we go. That, when they play this song at your tournament, this gets them on the dance floor, Mark. Yeah, all right. Let's rock. All right, Mark May, thanks. Have a great weekend, thanks, Mark. Mark. Thanks, man. All right, guys. Take care. Uh, Mark May brought to you by Edwards Food Giant and Dugan's Pub.